And now I read to you about a child, a special child, from the book of Genesis, chapter 18, verses 1 through 15, and chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre, as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, my Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves and after that you may pass on since you have come to your servant. So they said, do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf tender and good and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, where is your wife, Sarah? And he said, there in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season and your wife, Sarah, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, after I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time I will return to you in due season and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied saying, I did not laugh for she was afraid. And he said, oh yes, you did laugh. And then on to Genesis chapter 21. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son, whom Sarah bore him. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Now Sarah said, God has brought laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, who would ever have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. This is the word of the Lord.
Thank you, Ken. Let us pray. We are grateful, holy God, for your overflowing love for each of us and for your word, your word of truth and grace and mercy. Continue in these moments to speak to us of your word in a way we each need to hear it. That Christ might take up residence in our lives anew and guide us and lead and empower us in all we say and do. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you love a good story? I do. Most of us love a good book, a good movie, a good song, especially those that tell a good story, a compelling story, a memorable story, a story that speaks to our experiences, our yearnings, the truth of what is inside of our heart. Perhaps you have discovered that the Bible is not just a compilation of disconnected teachings and prayers and letters and inspiring quotes as valuable as that would be. It is instead a story, a single story, the story of the God revealed to us in Jesus Christ and of who we are as his beloved people. And the question that God invites us to consider again and again is, where is your story and mine in the story? This morning we kick off a new school year of preaching and teaching through the narrative lectionary. Bookmarks are available in the narthex or by mail if you contact the church. That lists all the scriptures that we'll be exploring from today through the day of Pentecost in May. From the start of the Old Testament through the conclusion of the New Testament. The story of who God is and who we are as God's people that all of it together reveals. And it all begins this morning as we look anew with the lives of Abraham and Sarah. Two people far beyond a time in their life when they would have expected it are blessed with a son. They name him Isaac, which of course means laughter. It's a reminder to us, his very presence. It's a reminder to us of the truth that God's ways are often bigger and more filled with surprises and blessings than we would dare to imagine. It's a truth revealed again and again in scripture. A truth that has unfolded in countless ways over the 300 plus years of the life of this congregation. And the truth that you have caught glimpses of, I am confident in your life and that I have witnessed in mine. Sometimes we see it very clearly, completely, other times we're not so sure. But know, friends, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's your story. That God is faithful. That God's plans for us are often more filled with possibility than we would dare to imagine. 
Whatever's going on in your life right now, whatever challenges you are facing, whatever winds are blowing against you, it's not over. When Adam and Eve were cast from the Garden of Eden, after having eaten of the tree they were forbidden to eat from, they thought it was over. When King David set his integrity aside and committed adultery with Bathsheba, his best friend's wife, he thought it was over. When the disciples were with Jesus in a boat and a violent storm fell upon them and threatened to capsize the boat and drown every one of them, they thought it was over. And when our Lord was beaten and hung on a cross to die on Good Friday, those who followed him and loved him and had been ministered to by him, they thought it was over. They thought it was the end. They packed up their things and with heads hung low and shoulders drooping, they walked home. And two days later, Sunday came. The defining moment of the history of the Christian faith, of the story of Scripture, Easter Sunday, just when everyone thought that the end had arrived, Jesus was resurrected from the tomb. Mary Magdalene and the others, they saw it with their own eyes. They proclaimed, we thought the end of everything had come, that there was no more of the story to be written. But our Lord has written. It seems it's not over. Friends, my point is this. Whatever battles you're facing, whatever loss or illness or anxiety you're going through, whatever storm is blowing and beating upon the foundation of your life, God is faithful. God's ways are often bigger and more filled with possibility than we could ever imagine. That's the story of Scripture, and that's your story. It's what's happening in this morning's passage in Genesis. The marriage of Abraham and Sarah had not been blessed with children. For any couple yearning for children to be unable to conceive is a source of disappointment and pain, a deep longing left unfulfilled. In that culture, that setting, it was also an embarrassment. Years earlier, God had established a covenant with them, promising them an abundant and blessing-filled future, that Abraham would be the father of many nations, that Sarah would be the mother of many nations. They had patiently waited and, and trusted, and it had not yet come. As chapter 18 opens at the hottest point of the day, as Abraham sits at the entrance of the tent, God appears to Abraham by the arrival of three men, three strangers who unexpectedly show up. He and Sarah make a feast for them, showing extravagant hospitality. They kill a calf, they make the best bread possible, and after those three unnamed visitors are done partaking of the feast that they've given them, they promise that Sarah will have a son. In her mind, the time in her life when that would have been possible was long ago. And I love her reaction. She laughs out loud. 
the unnamed visitors say, is anything too wonderful for the Lord? She says, oh, I, I didn't laugh. That's her reaction to her reaction. And they say, oh, yes, you did. It's a comedy, not a belly laugh comedy like an Adam Sandler movie or a Ted Lasso episode, a different kind of comedy. One theologian said that a definition for comedy that goes deeper is when the story turns out marvelously unlike what you expected. I wonder if any of your lives have been that kind of comedy. A story that turns out marvelously unlike what you expected. A story marked by holy, miraculous, and unexpected turning of circumstances in a way that induces deep and joyful laughter. Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? A promise had been given by God years ago. They'd been waiting for decades there on Social Security, Medicare. Sometimes it takes a while for God's promises to be realized. It seemed impossible. But then the promises of God are fulfilled. For Sarah, it was physical barrenness. There are, of course, other types of barrenness that we face. And the power of the promise of God is present amidst it all. The promise of God that transforms our sense of what the future will be. I love how Jesus put it in Mark chapter 10. For mortals, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. I wonder if you've heard the story of Joseph Gabe Sonier. He began his career years ago at Port Barry Elementary School in Louisiana as a school janitor. He viewed his work as a calling, a vocation. He gave it his all, the students and the staff, they, they loved him, they adored him, he knew everyone's name, he welcomed them as they arrived each day. He was a beloved member of that staff. And over the years, encouraged by the principal, he decided to get his education degree. He had never gone to college, barely graduated from high school. And along that path to get that college degree, it took much longer than he thought it would. There were setbacks, delays, disappointments. And years later, he became the principal of that very school. What a beautiful reminder that God's plans for us are often different. They're different and often more filled with surprise than what we envision for ourselves. The Atacama Desert in Chile is one of the driest places on earth. There are stretches in that desert that go years without a single drop of rain. Yet every decade or so when conditions are just right and a rare rain falls, 
something astonishing happens. A breathtaking bloom erupts across the desert floor as dormant seeds spring to life and a barren wasteland transforms into a vibrant carpet of flowers. The transformation is so dramatic, so unexpected that it attracts visitors from around the world. And here's what I'm wondering. Are you in need of a breakthrough bloom in your life? Do you sometimes look at your life and think you're done, finished? The story has already been written. There's nothing more to add, nothing more to come. The path you're on is the path that you'll remain on. Because the story of Abraham and Sarah reminds us that oftentimes when we think we're finished, we're not. Oftentimes when we believe that this story has come to its final page, there are additional pages yet to come when we think we've already experienced and received the final blessing, there are more blessings and surprises yet to arrive. Friends, God has something to say to us this morning, and it's this. It's not over. Your future is filled with more possibility and life and laughter than you could imagine. Trust, trust in me, God says, my beloved and precious child. Whatever challenge or burden or barrenness you face this day, for it's not over. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.